what it is, what it is. <laughs> I still don't understand why y'all can't hear that. Born in trouble. It's the keyboard operator. Because you being selfish, man. Welcome to the 17th episode of Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. Once again, bringing you the truth, or at least that version of the truth. Got my brothers here with me today. The famous Mr. from Los Angeles, California, Mr. Gene Hopkins. Hey, 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 from L.A. Round of applause. Hey, hey, hey. There you go. There you go. From Detroit, Michigan, owner of City Wings. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. Grant Lancaster. What up, though? How's everybody? There you go. And in a surprise visit here, someone who I thought wasn't going to make it tonight, but due to Mother Nature who wanted him to spread his love and his voice and his opinion on Mr. Bill Cosby. Spread my love Former Temple student, Mr. Robert Brooks. The chicken heart that ate New Jersey. (laughs) Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yes. I can't believe y'all couldn't hear that magical intro. I just came in, but what's happening, brothers? Welcome. Bill Cosby is free. Now, all the stuff that y'all were getting ready to say. Gene. What? Free now. <laughs> I'm free now. Yeah, he's free. That's right. Innocent. That's how, right. How did he? I'm not innocent. That is not what they said. They did not say well, innocent. Yeah, yeah, it is innocent. Yeah. Only a court of law can, can find you guilty in this country. And did a court of law find him guilty? Innocent. Not without cheating. He's innocent. Never. <laughs> okay, that's one interpretation. You know who the most unhappy person in America is today? Like, you know, even even the victims aren't nearly as pissed as Camila's because she's like, God damn. <laughs> she right. his brother again. I got to yeah, put up the front again. She was just, hang- oh, she knew everything. And she was hanging in the woods of Massachusetts, Everybody not bothering nobody. And yeah. now she's like, God damn, he's going to come up here and bring that circus here. She didn't even care. She you knew might, what, look. You might see the, you might see the Winnie and Mandela divorce. Mm. Winnie and Nelson Mandela, when he got out of jail, they got divorced. I mean, yep. at this point, though, what's the point of getting divorced? You probably well, I, die I forget who the comedian was who said the, that shows you how hard marriage is. Oh, right. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. I guess. Well, maybe I guess a, a divorce could be possible in case Bill wants to start dating again. Is he going to stop the blind him? thing? You don't think he's really blind? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, you see, it's horrible to say I hope so. <laughs> you don't want anybody to be blind, but at the right, same time, like I'd hate to think you know, he's the fraud. Yeah, you know what? Dang, man, boy, I tell you, man, y'all slipped into becoming juries on the kangaroo court, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, juror number twelve. I'm telling you, man. He said he didn't do nothing to them hoes. That's just the bottom line. I'm, why we can't believe him? Uh, if I if I if I was to give uh, if I was to give my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. I think I think he probably he probably did what he what uh I don't know how many people he did it to, but I'm sure that he did it to somebody because at the time that was kind of what you did with Spanish fly. I mean he him and Hugh Hefner, you know, admitted was was running buddy, you know what I'm saying? And Hugh Hefner, 
was known for whatever uh whatever a roofie was back in the seven in the 70s yeah. mm-hmm. he was That's known right. for doing that to them chicks so i'm sure you know some of it went down but as i said when this came up 30 years later fuck you exactly and it questions and i'm telling you it questions credibility it questions credibility uh the whole timing of it all, I mean, you mean to tell me all 50 had a light bulb moment around the same time? Or, or I guess it was a domino effect or something. Whatever. Well, I don't know none of them women, and I don't know Bill Cosby. But what I do know is that we have certainly mastered putting innocent black men behind bars. You mean to tell me they couldn't put a guilty one behind bars? Mm. Nah. We innocent. Gotta get, you got a round of applause for that one. I think it's very, it's like, I see all I saw. On, all 30 years I, ago, we did not believe women. We didn't listen to women. That's why they didn't come forward 30 years ago. The Andrea Constant thing isn't, how how long ago is he? I guess 84 is, damn, about, we old. Yeah, it's about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did that math. Yes. Yes. I had to realize, like, yeah, that's more than 30 years ago. But yeah. when that when that all got prosecuted, it was right, part of it, part of the rush to get to try to get the Andrea Constant thing. Part of the reason why Bruce Castor made the deal is because he was running close to the statute of limitations. Yeah. Right. Well, I think, I think like Gene, you put it best when you said that when we came in, we're not going to, we're going to turn into like 12 jurors now for the next like hour and talking about this case. And that's generally what happens when you talk about what happened with Bill Cosby. I always find it interesting that, they're putting Cosby on trial, but Cosby seems to be um, holding the trial for like this whole generation of degenerates or free love. It all depends on what side of the aisle you sit in. At that point in time, the Playboy Mansion was something that many men aspired to go to. There were Playboy clubs popping up everywhere, and there were a lot of single women that were running around with uh, the women's liberation. You know, they're banging and, and bouncing, too. You know, so we we have these things where we're making these opinions about these cultures and things that happen within these cultures without having a full picture of what was going on at that point in time. And that's what, you know, that's I I sit there and I watch stories. I don't about, need I don't think you need full context. You know, roofing somebody is just out of bounds. Yeah, well, it's always even out if of it, bounds. even even if it wasn't considered out of bounds, then it should have been. It should have been. And this a is long, what I mean a about oh hell yeah, a long list. yeah. Oh, hell yeah. But the but the thing that all this that this decision because I agree with the legal decision like I think unfortunately fortunately That's what it is. Look at it, depending what side it's a legal decision right. and it just reminds you how what the difference is between what is legal and what is right yes and yes. so right. many for so long in this country part of the reason why this whole legal system exists this whole other language exists. Is it so that they can do things that are legal, although not necessarily right? There's a difference between cover. Right. There's a difference between law and justice. Okay, I'm about to drop a bomb right now. It just came to me. Just, just hit my nucleus. I mean, my, uh, I, uh, my duella. What, what is that? My, my. Uh, Which section of the brain do you think it yeah, hit? The front, the frontal lobe. <laughs> okay. okay. Just hit it. Yeah. So check this out. So everyone says we can walk and chew gum at the same time, right? That's that's that's, probably, that's the go-to statement when it comes to uh, different issues being addressed or not being addressed, right? Okay. So here's the problem I have with maybe misogyny might be a bit 
uh, towards equal. But here's a problem I have with issues uh, such as LBGQ uh, issues or, or disorganization issues or women's rights, women's equality issues and everything else. Here's the problem I have with that before the black issue. So when you bring the black issue up, they'll say, oh, we can walk and chew them at the same time. Uh, we've tackled two of them, this and that. But the reality is, nah, we, we ain't walking and chewing gum at the same time because history shows that uh, through lack of progress that no, we cannot walk and chew gum at the same time. So I have a problem getting on bandwagons like, uh, man, that these people had the goddamn French flags as they got their profile page uh, when some shit was going on in France and everything right. else. I mean, everybody just jumping on some shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so when it got circle back to kind of, yeah, you know what? The optics look bad and everything else. You know, everything looks bad. And women really want you to jump on and say this, 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 and this. But at the same time, what? It's also a fact. The black man be getting put in jail, being falsely accused of rape uh, for uh, since what? Since uh, emancipation? That's what so, he uh, Well, I so, mean, so, I wouldn't say so, always so incarcerated. They used to hang. They used to hang black men. For that yeah, accusation. All, yeah, so, so persecuted, prosecuted, right. convicted, all that. And so here's the thing. Either in my opinion, we can acknowledge that, yeah, both exist and we still haven't even taken care of the first sin yet. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because I, I think taking care of the first sin will take care of the other sins. You know, uh, I think uh, misogyny is an offshoot of uh, racism of, uh, racism and use of power and this, that, and everything else. And so so here's the thing. This is what we know. I, I mean, I, we know we don't know none of them victims, and we don't know Bill Cosby. So as, as as someone who don't know shit, we do know that he hasn't been convicted of a crime. Mm. Uh, technicalities, schmechnicalities. I don't, you know, that one, no. He had made an agreement with that court because they wanted some information, and then they went back on their agreement. And the information he gave, he was given information, he just couldn't plead the fifth. It wasn't like he said, oh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I was knocking them down a dime a dozen, just slipping shit in their drinks. They had no idea. I didn't even want them to audition. And, and you know, I was just, I didn't care. They came up there and this and that. And, and, and you know, uh, he didn't do all that. That's not what the record says. Right. So, you know, uh, now, but see, here's the thing. I see a different, uh, that, be that as it may, I see a different angle coming now because now they're about to start talking shit. And I think, you know, uh, they're about to teeter on the activism line, if not go full-blown activism. Uh, so. And if he does that, I think it'll look better for him. Well, because when he got out, they start listing off how patriotic he has been how he was blackballed along with uh, Dick Gregory and these other folks by uh, a president or somebody shit. Yeah. I think it was the president. So, so they weren't, that wasn't the narrative uh, and, it, and it probably couldn't be. He was just kind of being quiet and knowing that they was coming for him, you know, uh, knives out and he was handling it that way if I had to guess. But, but now there's people out there speaking and got women on the, on the team and pointing out we got women on the team from yeah. diverse backgrounds and this and that and everything else. And so I think they're going to go with a, a different angle with it. Here's the thing. So uh, I'm not naive. Uh, all of us have done some wrong and done wrong and this and that. So uh, I, I know that there's a percentage of those females that he had those, whatever those encounters were with them, 
that they were completely naive in thinking, you know, there was no pre quid pro quo was going to go on during the meetings or this and that. And I make a joke of it, but maybe Cosby was like, look, you know, I have conditions on, uh, uh, you know, putting you whatever on, it is. Well, I mean, that's you that's you know, and and it is probably you know, sex with no inhibitions. And I'm gonna see to it that you have no inhibitions. Sure, with this. sure. Uh, sure. You but I mean, you know, no, I mean, right? No, I, I, and, 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 I, and, and I make light of it because I know it all stinks to me. That, uh, that, that, that I don't know why they came for him. That's the only thing that. That I don't know. Well, they came uh, from they came, they came from they didn't really come for him. They came for everything that he represented, and they yeah, came right. for it. That was really what it was. It was these things are like they're very personal because it happened to him. I'm sure he would probably say that it's very personal, but it's very it's really personal to all of us. I see what I I I interestingly picked up the same thing that you did. There seems to be more support for Bill Cosby now than there was at any other time before when he was going for his his appeals, going before his court. They seem to support him. Whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. I feel like I feel uncomfortable even talking about it because here's here's my deal. Do I think that he did some things? Yes, yeah, sure. Do I think that um, exactly? I've seen that entertainment world. I've seen the way it works. There are equal parts victims as there are equal parts like willing participants. So some of the victims could be, some of the supposed victims now could be, could have been willing participants who saw an opportunity. But do I feel like they were probably victims? I definitely probably do feel that way. But I'm not going to go on a case-by-case basis and go through each one of these individuals and go through their pain. They've got a, they've got a, they've got enough to talk about. You know, they've got enough actually dealing with it, dealing with the trauma of whatever happened to them. You know, some of them, it's not, they're not dealing with the trauma of what happened to them. They're dealing with the trauma of what didn't happen for them in their lives. And it's an opportunity for them to once again move forward. I know some people will come back and say the victim's always supposed to be believed, and that's actually true, but we can't prove that they're actually victims. It's 30 years later. You have to speak up sooner. You have to, and, you know, everything that we say, everything that they say is true. To speak up sooner back then is a bad thing. It's like there's not there's no good things that happen to a, for a woman who speaks up about rape that wants to be an actress or a singer or even just live a normal life in 1972, in 1975, in 1978, in 1980, in for women who go through these things. I would like to see the experience be better so that they could. But unfortunately, under the standards of the law, they didn't get, they didn't prove anything against Bill Cosby in a criminal case. And that's the reason why he's there. And the fact that they did an end around and exposed all of this, all of these things that he said in a deposition is really dirty dealing 
And my problem that with might it is be that, the win. yeah, there that are, might be the win they're looking for. Yeah, it is that the win that they're looking win. for, and this is the win that they look for all across. This is the way DAs carry out their business all across the country in a lot of different areas. They make shit up. They'll throw a charge at you. Before cameras, a police officer comes up. He was aggressive, X, Y, and Z. You know, this is what they do. And the fact that they did this to Bill Cosby, it's like, it's so, it's so indicative of how simple-minded they are. They don't even change the playbook. They don't even change the game. They just make it bigger. And everything. They took the whole thing and they made it bigger. Okay, well, you can lie to perps. You know, if you if you ever in an interrogation, police can lie to you. Legally. Hey, can he sue Pennsylvania for that? He can sue Pennsylvania for the time that he was there and he would get the money back. What's the you know Not at the money, end? I'm just well, for more than that, I mean, you know, for what what is the you know, at eighty years old, I don't even think that's a fruitful exercise for Bill Cosby. That's really what it that's really what it is. Unless you want to make a point of it. But it's not there's not really many wins in this situation. And that's another reason why they go after you. They go after him in that way. And then there are people that are saying, Well, you're you're apologizing that people like believe in this are apologists because by any means necessary to catch the to catch a predator. That's the thought process by any means. But then we're not living in a society anymore. You might as well just go out and somebody says something, you just go out and you shoot them on their front lawn. But no, so 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 this is this is how I would how I would kind of frame the art the the question, right? Whether wrong is wrong, right? Wrong is wrong, but rights are supposed to be equal across the board. Right. Right. And this is and this is not just this is not just about Bill Cosby, I'm saying this across the board, men, women, black, white, green, purple, whatever. Rights are supposed to be across the board. So what we're dealing with is actually a a systemic, flawed, a systemically flawed system that constantly subjugates us to discriminatory and biased practices. So it's always, it's always been the same. And this is why, this is why women can't get what they're supposed this is why women can't couldn't come forward right? right this is why they couldn't come forward or didn't come forward i mean eventually someone has to come forward so that the system can change but at that time you know maybe they they felt powerless and didn't want to come forward i mean that's that's what it is right now my mentality is you should have came forward but right now my mentality is i probably would have been a slave that was killed but right Back then, my mentality probably would have been just to acquiesce and keep going. That's all, bro. Right, <laughs> right exactly. So, ah, okay. So I'm, and I, and I, right, and I'm just, I'm just saying. But what I'm saying teeth. is that the system, it's the system that's that's flawed. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not whether or not, you know, Bill Cosby roofied somebody or uh, somebody didn't come forward or whatever. The wrong is the wrong. So there, there, there is no justification for what Bill Cosby may have done. I don't know if he did it or not. My, my thought process is that he probably did because that's that was what they did at the time. Right. Right. So, but the 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 fact that he's getting out, you know, is 
if you had to cheat, you know, kind of kind of piggybacking on what Gene said, if you had to cheat, just like they had to cheat with OJ, mm-hmm. right? You, you, if I ain't never seen no, I didn't see innocent black people go to jail. So if you got a black man on a murder charge or on a rape charge or whatever you got him on, and then you still got to cheat to get him, mm. to me, to me, he probably didn't do it, mm. right? And and I'm I'm not saying whether whether or not these these people did these things or not. I'm just saying to me, if you got to cheat to convict a black man, he probably didn't do it or didn't do it the way that you're saying that he did it. Well, you know, but it's the system. But that, but that's how that's how the system works, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. The system is designed to keep certain people in certain positions. Bill Cos- Bill Cosby is probably one of the, one of the ten uh, percent. Right. You know what I'm saying? He just happens to be a black man in the ten percent. I, I mean, I don't know, but mm-hmm. he's probably in the ten percent. Right. Eighty five, five ten. He's probably yeah. in the ten. Mm-hmm. So, he's for him to get convicted in this country, though. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, he's in he's the one percent financially. Yeah. Right. Uh, financially, he's definitely in the one percent. Oh, this is not a capital. This is capital. This is a capitalistic country, right? Right. So, so when you when you start to talk about justice, the women that didn't that are not in the one percent, right? Financially, that Bill Cosby is in, could they ever get justice? They don't have the money to get justice from him. Truthfully, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So. When you start trying to, if you're trying to meet out justice, it's hard to meet out justice when when money is not equal and when everything in this country is governed by money. Well, don't you think that that's partially uh, society's fault? Because, like, I mean, if we're being honest about it, people allow for these things to exist. We allow for money to be the most important thing um, to run. We've allowed for money to buy our court system and buy these decisions. We watch it on TV all the time. You see it in real life all the time. If you try to sue a corporation and you you might open up a can of worms, they're going to send 20, 40, sometimes 100 attorneys. Well, I mean, our, our the most current former president, that was his that was his book. Yes. Like, yo, I'm just going right. to I'm just going to throw lawyers at you until you're dry. Until you that's how he that's how he robbed people all those years. That's how he broke contracts all those years. He just kept throwing lawyers at people until they gave up. Until they gave up. Until they realized it'd be cheaper just to settle with them. All right. And the truth of the matter is the truth of the matter is that's a successful strategy in the United States. If you that have that, especially yeah. if you're not especially if you're a non black person, non person of color, whatever. And for a, a lot of black people as well. It's actually something that actually works. So it works tremendously well because they so I have a buddy who his kid may or may not be jammed up behind something. Um, We really don't know. But. You know, they came 630 in the morning, knocked on the front door, looking for looking for some stuff. Fortunately, the kid wasn't home. Um, So, you know, hey, you need to you need to bring your son to us. You need to bring this with you. So now you start calling lawyers. Right. 30k yes sir 30k up front yes sir to get represented for a lot of people that is a card that they can't get over like they're already they've already taken an l and they don't even know what's going on right right explain anything to you and they're already taking an l like the money in the system is a huge part of the problem well right the money in the system is is the is pretty much the 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 entire problem 
Because yeah, until sure. you fix that, fix the disparity in wealth in this country, there will be justice on any other level. I don't care if you're talking about LGBTQ or you're talking about black folk or you're talking about women. Whatever you talk, I mean, we know money talks, man. Bullshit runs a marathon. Well, one one thing I noticed today is that um, and one person that's very happy with the um, decision, believe it or not, Gloria Allred. Dusted herself up up off of mothballs. She was on every show today. Every oh, show yeah. today. She's the one who represents the the women in the litigation. And the reason why the reason why I say this and I take this out is that oh, I don't, yeah. oh I don't, man, she has yeah. bad lipstick on too. Yeah. Cracked lips and everything. It's just it's not, an, it's not an indictment on any of the women who possibly went through something or who went through who experienced something with Bill Cosby. But this woman has just exploited this entire thing to her benefit and continues to exploit it to her benefit until there's nothing left. She will grind those women down into their bones, to their bones, as long as she gets the attention that she's seeking for this, for basically what is essentially, to me, a loser of a case. What's the point in even continuing at this point other than the the women are never going to receive any type of um, significant finance from this. They were saying that they're going to that now that they can use what he said in court in other cases and I can get and they were very and she was very happy and I can just see another. I'm not even an attorney and I'm thinking to myself, well, if this should have never happened. I think it should be wiped away completely and totally, and no one should ever be allowed to see this or use it. Yeah, this all those statements me. are going to go away. All those statements are going to go away. So why are you on TV like telling people this like nonsense? Because, because the only way the system changes is if you keep pushing it. Yeah, you keep pushing it, but you're pushing a losing case. What about Brock Turner? Guess you know, what? Let's there go. are lots of losing cases that eventually come up with decent laws. And you know what she needs to do? Well, I don't think any laws... I don't think that there are going to be any laws that are going to come out of this Bill Cosby case. What are you going to say? You can no longer use quaaludes on women? You know, what We've are you going to do? That. Are they going to build back? Are they going to, like, build a time machine and go back to Yo, 1980 and make this a law and everything? There's no wins for this. They have GHB now. They put that in the women's drinks, and they can't even remember the next morning what happened. There was a bar out in Patchogue. My daughter went out there. She went out there, took a sip of a drink and everything, and almost like they almost got her. They almost got her, and she was with her friends. This is what they do now. This is what they're using now. It doesn't leave a trace or whatever. So if you well, want to a trace, well, I I don't know what it does. I don't know exactly, but I know it's like they don't usually catch the perpetrators because of the effects of the drug. So we need to get with the modern era and start getting on legislation to stop people from doing stuff like that. If I know where, if I already know where the bars are, the police know where the bars are, but it's all this coercion and all these things, they're all working together. People like pretend like, you know, oh, all this thing, sex trafficking is so bad. Sex trafficking doesn't get done without the help of police departments in local areas, most likely, in most places. They know where this stuff is going. You have police officers that wear the badge that rape women on a regular basis, and these men don't come out and they don't say anything about it. But you want to get up here and you want to talk about Bill Cosby, which is such a, like, you know, grasp out in the dark 
for for anything, hoping to feel anything, when you've got rapists that are right in front of you that you can actually get, that you can actually get. Ghislaine Maxwell, she's another one. She's caught up, but she's probably going to walk too. I was reading her up on her case today. She's also going to walk. So it's like, let's. how about as people, we just come up with some actual legislation to shut this shit down, to stop people from doing this. And the reason why you're not going to do that, why it's always going to be a problem is because people are people. You know, 18-year-old, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old, rape culture is a thing. So how do we stop rape? So, how do we stop rape culture? Well, uh, Greg, Greg hit the nail on the head when he said it, was, it, it is the judicial system. And to take it a step further to your question on, on culture, how do we change? Man, we... Look, we're at the point now where it, it's better for us to consider everything a lie and go forward than to try to figure out what's true and what's not true. Okay. Uh, and what that means is when it comes to changes, you change every goddamn thing or question it all from its origin, from the core, and you change it. And we, ain't none of that shit going to happen. I say this shit, that these are empty words in my opinion. But, but... It's real simple. Look, man, the way this shit was from inception, uh, you go back. That's why I love the book, you know, uh, that that I was telling you guys about uh, uh, destruction of a black civilization because it goes all the way back. And I love the good where where you deal with core issues, then you resolve the problem. Everything off of the core is just a symptom of the core. So to your question, X, how do we change, man? We have to rewrite the whole all of the documents, let's just put it that way. Everything has to be rewritten. Everything has to be restructured or redesigned, uh, judicial, executive, all of it redesigned so that it actually serves the people. Uh, but I don't, that's no one's intention, though. I just assume think that these folks would see this damn earth blow up that actually serve humans, man. Well, that's part of it. I I saw something else today I thought was very, I thought was very interesting and telling. And it was about, um, they had a, it was a meme with an animal and a person and the person was talking to the animal and he was saying something to the animal and the animal just, I didn't even pay attention to that part. But what the animal said back was, yes, says the person who pays money to live on the earth. Who actually like you know? We come up with this construct, and then I'm also, and then I'm flipping, and I'm watching like Fox News. I never watch Fox News anymore like I used to. I used to watch it to figure out what these people were thinking until the propaganda got so deep into their minds. It was like very easy. It's like you know that there are no more outliers. They're all just one cult and one mindset. And the segment on the show was about jobs and how. People aren't going back to work right now because of unemployment and some of the states that have cut off the $300 extra um, payment that they were giving people on unemployment. And this one guy said, you know, if you're out of work right now, you better go get a job because if you don't go get a job, then a robot's going to have that job and you're not going to be able to work at all. And then he started laughing, (laughs) you know. That's kind of what the plan is, is robots take over everything. But all right, let's just say robots are doing most of the jobs that people used to do. What's the use of people? Do you have a right to exist in a world 
where you're an animal like everything else, but you don't have any money. And these are the greater societal problems when you talk about rebuilding society from the beginning. So in a new society where nobody works, is rape legal? Is it acceptable? Do you lose your job that you don't have? Do they put you in prison? They just put you in a different place than the other people that don't actually work. Because if we're going to rebuild society, we've got to rebuild society from the very beginning. We've got to talk about from how money works, how land is distributed, everything. Now you're talking socialism. But this system that we have of capitalism has possibly done such a good job that it's figured out a way to eliminate one vital aspect of capitalism, the consumer. So if you don't pay for the food, you don't have a job to pay for the food, is the robot thing going to go out of work? So we've got all these different societal problems and all these different things that we have to attack and that are all interconnected and all attached that you keep pushing down the line, pushing down the line. And we talk about Bill Cosby. That law isn't right. What happened? It just happened. It just happened. It's just the way shit is. Some people have a hard time with just the way shit is. Yeah, we all do. That's why we discuss and change from the fucking ground up. You know, I don't I the way just the way it is, that only works until it's you. Grant, you had something so, to say? Yeah. So if let's let's kinda let's kinda we gonna we gonna encompass everything that we've been talking about because I, I think it's all based on like even even if you rewrote the laws. Right. The laws, like even if even if they made legislation, let's not rewrite the laws. Let's say they made some legislation to outlaw whatever it was or make something. The people that have money can still get around that law. Right. Like that's that's been proven time and time again, that if you have money, you can get around the law. Right. If you have money in this country country get away with damn near anything so everything that we're talking about at a at a certain point it's all going to come back to the fact that the distribution of wealth in this country is so overwhelmingly in the favor of asian people that it's almost impossible for anyone to catch up and most of the most of this wealth is is held by white men which is why white women have the problems that they have now all women had the same problems but white women white women's problems are a little different their their problems are generally a conversation they should be having with their husband mm. you see what i'm saying like i mean women's rights is a is a white women's issue black women and asian women and everybody jumped on it but white women's issue is different than black women's, mm. uh, uh, see, so it's I, hard to marry the two because because you don't you don't had a you don't had a financial backing, but, right? But, you can't you can't even get up to the white woman's level. But the the there's the the constant the wealth is so concentrated in this country that most white people right now would be looking at you like motherfucker, are you crazy? 
because they ain't got shit either. All they got is the fact that the law will be a little bit nicer right. to them. That is all they got. They got no, they have no access to capital. They can't beat a case if they had to. Like they got nothing. Yeah. So, I mean, the con- the wealth is so concentrated. There are so few, you know, the, the, what, uh, you my man Kevin Samuels always talks about, you know, the, 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 the numbers and who, who qualifies, whatever. Like what most people make in this country, they can't even, they can't even think of. They, they know justice for them and they white. Like they're worried they, you know, that's one of the reasons why they hang on to some of the old shit because that's all they got. That's the illusion that they give them. So they don't actually notice about the fact that, yo, there's no way up the ladder for them either. Doesn't matter if they were born with the right skin tone. There's no way up the ladder for them either. They were machine parts. Right. And they started moving the machines overseas. Mm. So now they don't even they don't even belong to a machine anymore. They're just there. Right. And and that's not race. That's just that's just what the system has done. Because at the end of the day, the system really don't care about white, black, Asian, whatever it cares about green, it cares about stacking chips. The system cares. And that's that's the whole that's the whole point of this whole thing. If you if you start talking about trying to achieve justice in this country with the disparity in wealth that you have, it's it's gonna it's almost impossible to do. Would you if I told you that there were that families in this in this country owned thirty two trillion dollars in real estate, and that white families owned twenty five trillion of that? Right. If I told you that there was that, that there was uh, 30 trillion dollars in this country and white people owned 24 trillion of that, you see, what I'm saying when you start looking at the numbers and I, and I don't even know how it's how it's distributed. You see, what I'm saying I, I imagine that just using the same numbers, I imagine that 85 percent of white folks is broke as shit. Right. I think it's, I think it's I, property ownership is, is one of the markers there, Grant, for, right. for, but for those numbers. And I, and I got it. But I got it. But what I'm saying is there's a handful it, of white folks who own of that 24 right. there's, trillion. There's a handful, there's a handful of, white of white folks, folks exactly. who own 22 of that. <laughs> right. Exactly right. what I'm saying. Right. But so so how do you so how do you how do you get it? How do you how do you even the playing field when it's already so lopsided? You know what I mean? Like you can you can't siphon off billion dollars worth of real estate. Well, and the, read it. it ain't gonna happen. The biggest problem with the build the biggest problem with finding a quote unquote white ally is that a white ally who may be in that situation where um they're not they're eighty five percent of the white population that doesn't have shit. Okay, they still identify with the other fifteen percent that does. Um, yes, they do. What they do I is agree. like they serve as blockers to allow other people to continue their lifestyle and do their things, and those people don't really do shit for them either. And they don't no, but really. They're, but they're sold a system that they bought. You know, we're all indoctrinated into the same system. See, the sad part is that we are indoctrinated. I will agree with you. We are indoctrinated into the old same system. The problem with that is that. These people, those white people, they don't recognize that the system is now in the process of forgetting completely and totally about them. And it's got nothing to do with... I'm going to tell you why it doesn't matter. Huh? It doesn't matter that they're broke. I used to think that that matters, like they'll, be, they'll have an aha moment. You know, we're broke too. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, enemy of my enemy. But no, but really, it's because what they're willing to fight for is almost like deity. Mm. Right? I mean, like uh, supremacy, privilege, this and that. The idea of it, See, even if you don't have it, is something you, that, that many of them, I think, would die for. Same as the same as a flag. You know, it's funny. I that, agree with that. It's funny that you mentioned that because I read another interesting thing today. It was a piece that was written by a white guy, and he was explaining that white superiority um, was is not something that it's not what they're fighting for. They're not right, fighting for white superiority. What they're actually fighting for is they're fighting off a feeling of white inferiority because every time you turn on the television set you see all these like black athletes now and these games that used to be predominantly white back in the 70s and 80s they had to have jim crow to stop these people but now you see these people you go up online you turn on the television you see these black people doing all these incredible things making these incredible inventions out of no place with really nothing and then they look around their town and there's like Billy Bob and they're just normal app they're just normal people walking through the day. So nobody's ever going to celebrate them in that way, in that fashion or manner. And they don't like that. So it's that's what's really eating at them. It's a feeling of being inferior and being afraid that if they were to allow things to be equal, then they're going to at that point, from that point on, start losing. Yeah, that, that's that's a that is a layer of why they're willing to die for uh for something that seems silly. And it it, it does seem just, silly. Uh, inhumane. It seems inhumane, you know. Uh, uh, but they but and they don't have this. Listen, that's why Donald Trump got seventy million votes. How can a person explain that? Like, how, how do you explain that with with a straight face and everything else as to why that's okay? You know, I, people are people. What I've seen in this lifetime, the, the the more racist, the more ignorant, the more entitled, the more you know, uh, supremacist. I mean, it's just it, it's so, and, and that shit isn't that shit, man. Look, man, if they, if, if they, especially if they feel like they got to pick a side, you already know what it's going to be. Uh, you know, dreams are powerful, and everybody's got to hold on to their dream. And the dream that they've been sold, there's, there's a meme floating around, and it says, here in Denmark, we get six weeks vacation every year. We get paid leave for, yeah. we get paid maternity leave. We get free national health care. List all these things that they got, which are all, which would all be branded socialist here in America. And at the bottom, it says in America, all they get is to dream that one day they might be rich too. Quite a treat. And that's, that is what, that is the hook. That's everything. And that's, like they use that hook for everything. That's all the cries shit. about socialism, you know, all the cries about socialism. The reason why we people are fighting against the tax code being restructured is because they dream that one day they're going to be there too. And they're going to be taking my money that I earned, but it's all a fucking fiction. It's all a dream. They restructure the tax code all the time. No, just, they, 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 they've been restructuring it downwards to protect the wealthy, but I'm talking about right. restructuring That's going back in the other direction. All right. So they, they've been restructuring. Restructuring their foot. Y'all saw the Django, right? The Django? Yeah, the Django. Sam Sam, Sam Jackson, that shit at the end where he goes, you done talked a lot of shit. You remember remember when they came riding for him, right? And they had a little funny skit about who made the sheets and this and that and everything else. Mm, Right. When they came riding for him, it was a a bunch of uh, 
a bunch of men that didn't seem that you know God gave them the sense he gave a mule talking and having a discussion. Right. Right. I believe that's I believe that's how silly I, I, I think it's that level the the, the energy the uh, the people who support, you know, uh not changing, uh support, you know, just the old traditional ways of racism itself and everything else. I think some of them are that dumb. I think I think you know, but really some of, some of them are smart people who are just, you know, they're according being sold the bill standard. of goods. Smart being sold to the West Standard. <laughs> I, yo, you know, I it, through my interactions on a daily basis, I got, I know some dudes who are hardcore Trumpers. Like by every by every other standard, you know, they've done well with their money. They've they've navigated the corporate you know, world, all the pitfalls that come along with that. They've been smart with their money. They've actually given decent values to their kids. And then you see them as they get older and they just, they fall into the trap. Their world just starts to get smaller and smaller and they start believing some of this bullshit that they see on TV. And it, I have one friend who's in the middle of it now. And like, we talk about it all the time. Like it's sad what's happened to this dude because in an individual case, he is still one of the most generous people I have ever met. Okay. And he has the wherewithal to be generous and he's generous to all kinds of people, but he comes in every day. He's got that app on his phone that tells him about all the crime that's happened within the three zip codes around him mm-hmm. and the default to truth and the default. You know, there's a lot of biases on the planet and those things that we hear most recently, we sort of default to. Right. And so he is convinced that it has become that his neighborhood has become an absolute cesspool. And that's, that's dumb. It is, is dumb. It I'm is dumb. But in e- but in every other way, and by every other measure, like he's navigated the maze. Like this dude is older. He's navigated the maze. Like he's not. He wasn't a machine part. He was. He wasn't somebody who just you know. Right. Hey, you stand there, and we need you to manufacture 150 of those an hour. We'll a- see you in eight hours. You know, put on a pamper if you got to go to the bathroom before eleven. He wasn't one of those dudes. Right. He was a creator. He was like a leader. Yeah. Like there, there, and there were a lot of it. It's amazing how the aging process, I have an aunt who, you know, she's, she's German by birth. She married a Colombian. She's got two Latin American kids. She's got two, you know, children of immigrants and some of the stuff that she posts, but she's older. She's alone. Her husband died. Her world just keeps getting smaller. And the, the, the things that are being beamed into her mind from the television are taking hold. And that's the thing, beamed into your mind from the television, because I'm thinking about what Gene said about the people, about the dumb people that are living out there in the country with no teeth and talking shit. And um, really, they've always existed, but it doesn't really matter because they're someplace else. You know, they're not in... They're, you're not... my Those people... If you're in West Virginia and you work in a coal mine, you don't really have a say as to what what happens in New York City. Okay? New York City is a completely different beast. They're doing New York City things with the LGBTQ. We've got Broadway here. Okay? That's New York. We have parades and shit. What you do in West Virginia is what you do in West Virginia. People who are at the parade in New York City moved from West Virginia because they didn't fit there. Okay? So... Thinking that the world is going to all of a sudden explode because people in different areas where they've traditionally lived the way that they want to live are doing something different is the problem. 
And these people are not like as going back to what Gene said, these people are really not smart enough to frame this stuff. So they need these news programs, like you said, Rob, that are beaming into them, that are beaming into the world to frame these things and these arguments for them. And at that point, you have to ask yourself, as someone who's outside of that box or people who are outside of their box, who's doing the beaming and what's the purpose? What do they get from this? And they get the and same at that point, things. you realize that it's programming. You realize it's programming. It's, it's, it's that religion. It's, they get the same thing the person who goes to church on Sunday gets after they weather that two, three, four hours, whatever it is. I can agree. They get, this, yeah, they, they, I can they, agree. They get it. They get that. They get something of what they consider value, right? Spiritually. Now, my uh, issue, my, I, I just want to get that same thing. Yeah, my yeah. issue is not like what happens with that. This show is not. It's not really. We could talk about that, but what my concern is in the black community, in the communities of color, in different communities, these type of attitudes bleeding okay. over into the minds of black people who do not share that same position. As these dumb white people, if you're a dumb black person, you have different problems than the dumb white person. And the messages that they send to those people are the ones that send them directly to the morgue or to the prison cell. But for some people who aspire to do different, to be quote unquote better, that whole thought process of. Norway getting healthcare and all those different things. And in America, you get a chance to be rich. Brothers buy into that shit, too. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. It's it's the dream. It's the dream. And that dream is where all of those things, that that self-hate and the negativity towards your people and the way you look at yourself in the mirror in the morning, thinking that you're not good enough, how that bleeds in. It's all mixed up. But that's up part of the, the programming too. Like it you, is. if you sit, you know, you sit down and watch watch TV for twenty years, eighteen years before you get out the house. Like what? What is? What have you been constantly told about yourself? What have you been constantly told about your environment? What are the What are the things that are repeated constantly, to the point where it becomes a default bias? Right. We have to we have to change the programming, and we have to change the programming at home. Because the messages that we're getting, we have to change the programming in our communities with the people that we talk to and the way that we interact with one another. If you're really actually going to do anything before you can change, even before you can get into changing systems, you have to decide how you want to live your life and what you're going to do within that life and whatever that means. Finance is one thing. Yeah. Go ahead, Grant. There's, 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 there's a part of this that part i think the part of this that that we're missing and we talked about it before in terms of once things are accepted into society that they sort of become stamped on our dna and they're passed down to the next generation next generation next generation so if the if the hate of melanated people in this country of ados in particular right if the hate of us is already imprinted on our dna how do you get away from it right how how do you how do you how do you get away from it if if it's been so beaten if it's been so beaten into you it's ingrained in in every fiber of your being how do you get away from it even 
even when you want to, the, the, the genetic map that you have won't even allow you to get away from it because the map that your genetic map sends you right back to the same spot where you hate the, you hate black folks, you hate them. Mm. And on, on some, on some level, you know, even when you try to get away with it. So I'm, I'm gonna just, just say, so as a, as a, as a business, um, city wings could not, city wings would not exist without white dollars. Right. Right. In this city that when we opened was 75% black folks, Mm -hmm. we needed white folks to come in and spend money with us. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hear black, you hear black people talk all the time about black business, how they, they not on time. They don't do right. They, whatever they should ain't together. Black people are not, we're not trained on how to run a business. We're so it's hard to be a good owner when you're a horrible customer, mm. right? If you, if you horrible on, on the customer side of the game, you ain't going to be a good owner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and because, and, because and, the, the whole customer's right thing is not stamped on your, in right. your DNA. <laughs> right. So when you, so when you, so when you go to, when you go to Betty soul food, right. And, mm. and the waitress, the waitress or the, the cashier, is giving you mad attitude, right? Mm-hmm. She she's giving you the same attitude that she would give you if if you were on if you were the cashier, she would be giving you the same attitude as the customer. She would be on her fucking phone talking to, talking loud as shit to whoever while she's trying to place this order mm-hmm. and tell you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. this this is just this is just how it goes. And I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not singling this out to black folks. I'm just saying if if these things are are stamped on our DNA, we've been watching reality TV where the solution to every problem is to blow up, right? Mm. Is to is to yell, is to fight. That's the that's the solution to every problem, and it, and the problem still never gets solved, mm. right? But we gonna blow up about it, and then we gonna be cool, and then eventually it's gonna it's gonna ramp up again, and we gonna blow up again, and it makes for good television, mm. right? So we've been watching these shows for 30 years. How how long before that that natural conflict becomes stamped on our DNA? I mean it's it's probably already there. It already for a generation it already is. You yeah. see some of these younger chicks walking around right. And, you know, first of all, the way they dressed, whatever. But then right. on top of that, their attitude, their attitude. Right. I mean, you know, I I'll take some bullets for this, but every culture that has come to America, even the white ones, have had to assimilate to a degree. Yes, sir. Have had to, you know, there's a way that business works, and until you would get established, and you can change, you can, once you get established, you can do business how you want to do business, but if you look into them for capital uh, and investment, whatever, then you gotta, you gotta be like like their businesses. Um, and there, there's a group of them that's already like that younger generation, these chicks don't know how to behave. I mean, they just, they in stores acting foolish. But you, you talked about stuff being stamped on your DNA. So when I was in college, my sophomore year, I took this class. And it was an African-American literature course. And this professor who, you know, she had full doctorate in, in African-American studies. And she was, she was as pro-black as they get. And yet, her hate for black people 
was about as fervent as anybody that I had ever met. Like, basically, if you were not dark-skinned, urban, poor, your Black experience was not part of the Black experience. You were an interloper. So if you were if you were rural, mixed, no, no, I was I was I was, you know, I made I had the biggest sin of all because it turns out that this sister was from um, Harlem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had the nerve to be from Long Island. My special mm-hmm. ass was from Long Island. Right. And, you know, she basically told me on day one that I should drop. And of course, at that age and whatever, I was too stupid. I sat there and took some abuse for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but she abused everybody. Like if you were not urban poor dark skin urban poor fuck you that's not the black experience she didn't want to hear about it that's not what she was there to teach so i mean in some ways she was helping to do their dirt for them because she was defining our experience as that the one thing that we needed less of that's how she was defining us Mm. i give you a round of applause for that one because it's called yeah, the, I did I got a D in that course. It's called the, it's called the diaspora for a reason. You know, Deep for diaspora. Deep for diaspora. Did you offer some D in return? Uh no, I did not. No, I did not. That was that was she was she was fitting the stereotype of the angry black woman. Yeah, sounds and like sometimes in the ones who love you. Yeah, we weren't we, at that age. We weren't going that route. We yeah. weren't, we weren't, like, like now, I might realize that you know that might be an easy way to smooth the situation over. It's a small L to take. Right. Right. No, lost an opportunity. Lost you an know, opportunity. you know, a story and an opportunity. I could have told two stories. Well, at that time, at that time, Bill Cosby was big with Temple University, right? Oh. He was our he was our graduation speaker every year for probably thirty years. So you can't even say his name now and all campus <laughs> without getting fined. Uh, you know that 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 campus is going through a well, lot. He's the sad dusky of Temple. Oh. <laughs> no, no, you know what? At, at, at Penn State, they are. They are virulent defenders of Sandusky at Penn State. Like they will tell oh, you, oh, you I, was, I can see them being defenders of, of, of Joe, but why, why would they be a defender of Sandusky? Hey, the whole because the whole the whole system. If you, you know, if you, it's the process. Yeah. Because the truth the truth you, of the matter you, is, these things exist. Sandusky fan, you Sam Paterno was part of. Yeah, yeah. These things, these things ah, exist yeah, because yeah. nah. But here's the here's the truth, man. Like it's the same thing with it's the same thing with. Uh, What's his name that just got that just got killed? I mentioned Maxwell earlier. Who's the guy that hung himself? So Oh, oh, McAfee. No, not Mac oh yeah, well McAfee, that's another thing. You know. Yeah. The next day after he died, McAfee installed itself on my laptop by itself. I was like, damn, this is why the motherfucker died. I promptly took that shit off. Wow. You know, that's crazy. But um the other guy, um, with the curl the island, Epstein. With the Epstein, island. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with the whole thing with Epstein, you know, McAfee threw me off. Uh, what were we talking about a second ago? I'm sorry, I just like, lost uh, the, the, these, these cases, the defending of <laughs> linking Sandusky and Paterno, and oh, yeah. basically defending yeah. Sandusky see, because if you don't, see, it's like that's that's the, no, but that's the conditioning because I'm I'm conditioned to turn the page from that like right away. But the truth of the matter is that all these things, the dark web. These like these rings that are running these people and everything. It's not just like one creepy guy in his underwear and everything with like hair all over his legs just sitting there like 
you know, rubbing his heads together, rubbing his hands together like he's in a cartoon saying, now we're going to get us some little kids. It's motherfuckers that look like that inhabit the police departments. It's people that work in the schools. It's people that work in your jobs and work next to you that actually put money into these things and spend big money for these systems to happen. And Penn State is just one of those hubs. What it is is that turned into a hub for sexual activity between boys and the university and the people who live around the university. Penn State is a university town, right? It's in the university town, right? There ain't nothing else there. There's nothing else there. So a group of people, hey, you're going to give us national championships and we get to fondle little boys? I'm moving to Pennsylvania. Yeah, I don't know if it's that extreme. Yeah, Sand- Sand- Sandusky, wow. Sandusky, Sandusky was was an island to himself. But here's the thing: like I used to work. With I don't think he was to himself. That's my point. But go ahead. Uh, well, here's 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 the way here's here's the way that I see the linkage and what have you. The one thing that societies do, if you look back, societies rarely shun people. Okay. And so what Penn State did with Sandusky is they tried to isolate him. Look, you go over there. And we're going to build your own community. He was, he was going to be the head coach at one point. That guy was destined to be the head coach at Penn state. And then all of a sudden he was gone and there was very little said about it. Like linebacker, you Sandusky was the linebacker coach at linebacker university. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the 1980s and nineties knew fucking Penn state's linebackers. I mean, let's get guys to the pros every year. Let's be serious. If your coach is going to stick a finger up your ass, if you don't make the tackle, you're going to, they were all too old for him. Get in that hole. Get in that hole. Or I get in your hole. But go ahead. Too old for him. But, so, football in the showers, nigga. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just for people, practice, people don't shun. People don't shun people in within communities everywhere. Like you, ha- and everybody knows. Like everybody, yo, know, you got that uncle. Keep him away from them damn kids. You know, yeah. they're, they're not. You know, they, that bitch crazy. We don't go see her. We only see her once a year. Blah blah blah. And there's there's certain rules about when we visit her. And that's oh, what people do. And that's what Penn State did with Sandusky. You know, I just gave you a womp, womp, womp on that one because that is the wrong answer. Not from it, you. But, it, but, no, what you're saying is yeah, like completely yeah. and totally true. But I'm saying the wrong answer, womp, 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 is, is for society to say, hey, just don't don't let your kids around this one. You know, the right answer is like, you know, let's get this motherfucker in the system. And everything. let's get him, let's get him exposed. But people don't put their own people in the no. system. What like, I, that's no, why yeah. three strikes, that's the problem with three strikes rule. Everybody on paper says, give me three strikes rule until it's their brother, their cousin, their mother that hits their third strike. And then everybody wants to tell you the reason why that person is the way they are. Yo, and on a higher level, that was a machine, a money-making machine. Penn yes. State is still a money-making they machine. They don't care nothing about the particulars. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Details. We'll deal with shit when we get to them. Details. They don't want to, they don't want to, but nobody's exposing these truths, though. That's my whole point. Everybody's complaining about they, them. They, 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 Go ahead. They, they are, they're already exposed, though. You know what I mean? So if you, if you look at, you know, all of the, all of the, and this is not to throw anybody under the bus, but all of the Catholic priests that, you know, were doing whatever, the, uh, you got Nasser. That was doing whatever. You know, somebody at Michigan just came out. University of Michigan, they just, they going through the whole, the whole thing now. You had the, the Boy Scouts of America. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I right. mean, there's there's a there's a subculture of this shit that goes on, yes. and it don't stop. Yes, since Columbus, you know what I'm it, it, since it, Columbus, you, right before Columbus, right. right. Which Some make, of those Roman emperors, man. Which makes it interesting to me that why all these Trumpers, you know, at that time for the past four years, decided to hunt, hang their hats on that particular issue. You know what I'm saying? It's all out there. Why are y'all even talking about this? Go get your cousin. Go get your cousin. Call him. Go get your uncle. not a Democrat. The cousin's not in the basement of a pizza shop. Go get your peoples. Go get your mans. That's what I was about to say uh, uh, when when someone else actually was just talking about it. I was like, damn, they say ain't part of Pizzagate? Who is that? Uh, Shit, before we moved on to Penn State, I don't know, we jumped around. You were talking about somebody. Epstein. Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. But uh, everybody, oh, um, who is that? I was thinking these folks are, 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 are part of the reason QAnon exists. They're part of that. That's the right. whole Pizzagate thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. There's so yeah. more confusion. You know, there's so more confusion. Oh, so, oh, Who's smart confusion. enough to put, the, put, put those messages in the pages if not for those people that are sitting up there doing computer stuff all day? The other hey, ones let me that- make a point from earlier before I forget, man. Shit. Let me make a point. So you guys, someone was talking about poor white folks not really understanding that their position is just about equal to poor black people. We were talking about that. And uh, we were talking about why they do what they do. And uh, at one time I had a philosophy that it would be when they figured out the joke was on them, that they would have the DNA to strike. (laughs) <laughs> and, 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 and whoever it is because we obviously don't you know what I'm saying because we because we have it no, but, but it turns but, out there are pieces too would have like the DNA to strike and, and that was like a theory that that might be how you know the shit hits the fan so to speak or, or this and that and then Trump got elected <laughs> but, but look the people in power are a bit smarter than that so so when, when, when I was listening to you guys earlier I was thinking Oh, well, maybe that's why, uh, you know, they get the shit kicked off because they know they got to use the guns on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> just turn that shit this way. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> we know, you know. And let them handle some of the light work. <laughs> <laughs> let me make so sure. now I'm starting to think, oh, you know, shit. I wonder, I wonder which way that shit's going to go. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's a piece. It turns out they're appeasers, too. This is a country that took Donald Trump and made him their hero. You know, the rich guy from Fifth Avenue who grew up in Queens, who cheats the little man out of his money, the contractors out of his money, but he's the one that's going to save us. He's the one that's most like us. It's that dissonance. It's that It's that whole, we want to be like him. We want to be like them. No, how many? No matter how many times, I guess it's okay. It's it's okay if he shits on you as long as somebody else doesn't. As long as it's not a black guy or it's yeah, not when, a Spanish we, guy. You know, or, years ago, years ago, you know, earlier in the show, I talked to look a lot about the book cast, and that's why the cast exists to give those people somebody they can still look down on. So when the conversation comes around, you still have somebody that you're better than. Yeah. So it's like it's not personal. I understand. It's they've also been. Like a brain. They've been sold too. a bill of goods too. Sold a bill of goods too. 
but Bill Cosby is free, and we're going to get a round of applause for that. <laughs> hey. Only because. Fail. Only okay. because. Only because. Because the legal system worked. The legal system worked. We're and, in- you know, there was, a, there was a brother with enough money to buy some white justice. <laughs> yes. Hey, I do, I do to have to go through the appeals process. Uh, to go through the appeals process, to write the checks, to go through the appeals process and get the right thing done. There's a lot of brothers who, if they had the money to go through the appeals process, probably would not be in jail right now. But they proved yeah. it with that bond, the whole bond and investigation on how bonds are typically done across the country, this, that and everything else. Man, that's just just pure. It, it's criminal. It's criminal in itself. Believe it. It is just criminal. I'm talking about to the core. They got ex-judges, man, that own some of the processing services. I know for a fact that, own some, that you got to pay an extra little tax to them because their name is on the business of processing the payment to the court or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Criminal, man. That's the way it works. You got to get that yeah, so, money. You got to so, be so part of that you money. Got something about the, about the Trump shit that's, you know, this this spreading around now about uh, you know, uh, indictments going out to uh, the organization, this, that. So is anybody able to break down, you know, uh, into simple simple pieces, what that really means and what it doesn't mean? So, I mean, right now it looks like they are trying to put pressure on his CFO to get him to flip on Trump. So they are charging right now. All this shit is light. They're basically the charges right now are for, against the CFO and that he took um, – there is stuff that he should have reported as income, uh, benefits that he received, private school tuition, uh, use of a, an apartment, stuff like that, trips that should have counted as income, and he should have been ta- he should have paid tax on that he did not. And so they're going to try to they're not going to try they're going to put his ass in jail unless he flips on Donald Trump. They're leveraging him, and we're going to guarantee they're trying that- to lever- they're trying to leverage him to to flip, guaranteeing that Trump once again runs. <laughs> <laughs> Because, you so know, what do, you think? do you think he's going to really be a soldier about this? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think they're going to start. I'm, I'm sure they have a couple other people. Um, and maybe through the course of his testimony that they get him to prove some other things against Trump uh, so that they can then take that and use that against Donald Trump at a later moment. So he either flips or they get some stuff while he's on the while he's on the stand or through the, the process of going through the books on the stand where they. Say okay, well, these are things that Don, the, the organization did. Donald Trump is the head of the organization is now liable for these things. So, which time he'll say he'll say, "Don't take the plea bargain. Do your time. I'll be reelected in two years." And well, I hopefully, this guy you. isn't stupid enough to believe that. <laughs> Why? We're yeah. fixing the system all across the country, and some of those states that we didn't carry. We're going to make sure that we carry. We're going to make sure that we carry. So we're going to get them out of there. And don't worry, you will also be out of there simultaneously. That's how it works. So we'll see. No, how I that don't goes. know. But, don't but know. hopefully you know this guy has seen Donald Trump screw over enough people that he's like, there ain't no way I can trust this dude. <laughs> yeah. Right. Unless, they, unless you know, they came and whispered in his ear, you know, that stuff that they don't that doesn't get out to the news. <laughs> Vladimir Putin Does says family, good morning. Family you? <laughs> <laughs> he gets his morning morning coffee with the message. Vladimir Putin says good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the orange juice. <laughs> 
<laughs> Brothers, we are at over an hour. So I'm just going to cut it off right here and say thank you for joining us on Born and Fried. We're going out on Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Nobody goes out on Vladimir Putin. He's a man. He's uh, on top. Know what, He's on top. Y'all you know what we're go going out on. What are we going out on? Bill Cosby, check your check your tinders locally in Pennsylvania. If you see Bill Cosby up there, do not swipe right. I repeat, do not swipe right. Brother just got out of jail. He's got a lot of pent up energy. Leave your drink if if you get up to the table. That drink belongs to the house. Get a new one. Don't drink it. Don't have the drink. From Los Angeles, California, Mr. Gene Hopkins, welcome. Thank you once again. From Detroit, Michigan, Mr. Grant Lancaster, we lost you for a second. Yes, sir. But I'm back now. Uh, Peace out. And from the greater New York metro Philadelphia area, Mr. Robert Brooks. Aloha. Aloha. Goodbye. Born in trouble. Island island vibes. Island vibes. Listen, born in trouble. Born in Trouble, we've got some pretty good shows coming up in a couple of days. Listening for our special um, July 4th recording with Crumb, the Master Student. That should be an interesting one. And you brothers, I'll see you back here next Thursday night to be posted on Friday. Peace.